Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff. With your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, I'm folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Do we really need a skill for that to get stuff? We'll figure that out right after this. All right, this is kind of a rambling thing because, uh, you know, I watch, I've, I said before, I watch a lot of YouTube videos on bushcraft and camping and things like that. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know, <laughs> wish fulfillment or, you know, just sort of living through somebody else because I'm old. But uh, I noticed, like, you go out and you bring things but you don't always bring the right things or enough of the right things. And you end up having to look around and scrounge off the, off the, the landscape. And from what it's proved to me is that nature can provide if you just know what to look for. Now, translating this into a role-playing game is not easy because it can be reduced to a role or two, which I'm fine with. Okay, and this kind of bumps up against my love-hate relationship with skills. Now, I've made my my no my I've made my opinion clear on that. I don't like skills unless it's baked into the game. In other words, if it comes as the intrinsic part of a game, I have no problem with it. But once you go, okay, we need to tack a skill system on this, and it's like, uh, no, you don't. You, uh, you use what you have. So it's kind of the same thing. But anyway, like for instance, champions. Oh, you buy everything. Of course, you're going to have skills along with, with uh, powers and things. Um, as opposed to like D&D. If you're playing like, I don't know, first edition or basic or something like that, you don't really need skills. But if you're playing like Beckme D&D, Rules Cyclopedia D&D, they do have a skill system in there. And it is very, I think it's very good. It's succinct. It's not, it's not very elaborate, which is what I like. I also like to add lib skills. You tell me what your character is good at. I will assign, well, you'd have to, what I, what I do is basically a dialogue between the GM and the player saying, if you think this applies to your situation, I will give you pluses on whatever you're doing, but you have to convince me it applies to your situation. Some of it is kind of, you know, you're really going to have to talk to me. And some of them are like, yeah, go ahead. Sure, I get it. And so, you know, adding, let's take skills for a minute. Adding new skills, eh, it's okay. Uh, You could do that. Now, adding a new stat I've done that before. It's not exactly my favorite, but the only stat I've really added is per, in my games are perception. And I make it as a an average of the character's intelligence and wisdom. Because the wisdom is the thing you know. You know, a character has some experience in... And anybody has experience, unless they're like a babe like a two-year-old and stuff, everybody's going to have experience with something. So experience has shown you what to look for, and intelligence shows you how what it is and how to recognize it. If you see something off with your wisdom, 
you look at it and you go, oh, that's that thing. It's because you've had experience with it. So that's what perception is to me. It's just another stat. You roll under it, boom. And I was watching, uh, I was watching a video on uh, 18th century, like wartime in America, Valley Forge, all that kind of stuff. Uh, what the soldiers were going through in those harsh, harsh winters with not enough stuff, not enough supplies, what they can do. And I thought, you know, if I if there was a, if I was using a skill system, I think I would probably make a new, possibly a new skill for this, called scrounging. And it's basically you're going out and getting what you need. Say you're low on food. Say you're low on low on meat. You go out with your rifle and you, you, you I'd make, it, there's probably a hunting skill for that, but I do the hunting skill. But if you have to go out and buy like, get like nuts and berries and other edible things like mushrooms and stuff, that would be the scrounging skill because you're trying to scrounge whatever you can. Maybe you don't have a gun. Maybe you don't have a bow or crossbow or something like that. So you have to scrounge whatever the whatever's on the on the landscape, you know. And as far as like stuff to bring, you know, they always say that at, at its core, D and D is uh, is a game of resource management. Now I can understand that. I I can understand that, and I can kind of agree a bit. But it's to me, it's more. It's got to be more than that. I mean, if I'm just sitting around. You know, with a character sheet on one side and a spreadsheet on the other going, okay, I've used these many torches and I've got this many days of iron rations left. No, that's boring. I mean, you may want to do it in your spare time, but, you know, that that's up to you. But things like scrounging, I love having, like, a skill. This is where the love part of the love-hate relationship of skills is. I do like if you have something specific and you have a skill for it, go ahead and roll it. See, my thing is about skill systems, it, it, one, I don't like stuff like that tacked on to my game because I never played like that before, but also it tends to encourage too much die rolling. And there's a lot of GMs out there, especially new GMs who think you have to roll for everything. You do not have to roll for everything. I don't mind telling character, oh, you're looking for secret doors? Well, there ain't none. You don't find any. You, you search for about five minutes and there are no secret doors around here. Um, I remember they said that, like, I think it was Gary who used to, you know, he used to roll his die just to make it look good because he's already decided there's nothing in the room. There's nothing, there's no secret doors in the room. But he'd roll a die to make the players feel better. And he, I don't think he even looked at him. And to me, that's not... You know, that's not fudging a die. That's just, you know, being being a little bit more entertaining or just like, all right, you guys want to roll a die? Here, I'll roll a die. You know, that kind of thing. I don't even think he took... I didn't think he even paid attention to what the die was because it's behind the screen. So he'd like take a D4. All right, boom. Yeah, no, nothing. So things like the scrounging skill might come in handy or a scrounging stat, if you want to call it. Uh, but... So you're going to, you're going to have, you know, you, you, that's something I would add to the game. I would add to the game. Um, but like I said, to me, skills, unless they're baked into the, into the system, just 
encourage too much die rolling. In fact, the ones, even the ones that are part of the system encourage that. I remember, uh, I have fourth edition champions, but I can remember it, that was the book where they started to go, okay, everybody can do these things. Like, <laughs> I was going to say breathe. Uh, you know, there are certain things that everybody can do. Tie a knot, probably. You know, you can tie your shoes. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. And because everybody, because people were going like, okay, did you buy... The, the, two, the two phrases in Champions that I hated were, did you buy it? Did you buy the power skill like that? Did you buy it like that? Or... Well, let's see. Did you have that with you? Or roll for jumping over a rock. So come on, guys. You don't need much dexterity to jump over a rock. So that's one of the main beefs I have with a skill system. Because even when it's baked in, it'll you'll do that. It's just, you got to tell the... You got to tell the new GMs, you don't have to roll for everything. But if you come up with something neat like scrounging, I'd use it. Make it a stat if you, instead of a skill if you don't want to use skill system. Um, so that gives you some idea of what you, what you can do with the game. Because, you know, in the current edition, all these, you got, you got to tell the new, the new GMs, you can do this. You know, you have a lot more, here's the thing. The GMs have a lot more leeway than they think. Now, it's, you're not taking anything away from the player's agency, which is always a no-no to me. But you can rule if something is or isn't right on the spot. You don't need to ask them to make a roll or you roll or whatever. But these little things like scrounging and, you know, stat, stat rolls. I mean, if nothing else, I'm looking for this. Uh, roll wisdom. I make it wisdom. I, I make scrounging based on wisdom. But if you don't have that, roll your wisdom. Just scrounging. The other guy with the scrounging, he's a little better at it. So that that's my kind of suggestion on that. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail at Spotify for podcasters. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you. For single donations, you can go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Sars, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasts, we have Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Redcast Podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tenkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air. <laughs>